Hey everybody, you are listening to the We Are Rising podcast. This is your host, Andrew Benjamin. With us, we're going to have two special interviews today. One with Rocky Martinez and the other one followed by Kyle Ogden. There will be a Spike 22 double feature. Rocky Martinez will be taking on Hideki Shrek Sakine at Rising 21. And uh, Rocky Martinez, a veteran to Ryzen, uh, has fought Krokop, um, Jerome Banner, uh, Jay Kuhn, uh, and his training partner, Kyle Ogun, uh, will be taking on Rugar Karamov in a featherweight match. And I... I think these are two great interviews. These are two great fighters. They're going to both put on very compelling fights at Rise of 21. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll get to see the show somehow. But with that, the first interview will be Rocky Martinez followed by Kyle Ogden. Hope you enjoy. Take care, everybody. Goodbye. Uh, so, uh, Rocky Martinez, I appreciate you once again ta- taking your time out to talk to us at the We Are Rising podcast. Your time is appreciated as always. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me again. So I just wanted to know, uh, what have you been doing since, well, if you had your last fight against, uh, I believe it was JQ, and then you had uh, your fight uh, at uh, for uh, Deep, where you defended the Megaton Championship successfully. What have you been do, doing in between now and uh, this uh, fight that just got announced against uh, Hideki uh, Shrek? Um, yeah, just the same as usual. Just a lot of training. Um <clears throat> I just make sure I'm ready in every part of the fight game, so now uh, it's just a pretty um, intense training schedule, and uh, that's just how I like it, though. That way, when the fight comes, it's pretty easy, you know? Mm-hmm. I did see one of your uh, training videos where you were doing the uh, running, the, uh, I don't know what it's, what it's called, where it's like, a, it's like a foot or like like speed exercise, where they set up these like little cones, these, or these, like, these little circular objects. Uh-huh. And you have to like oh, yeah. karaoke kind of around them or something like that. Yeah, so I do a lot of like um, my my coach who works with me has me do a lot of uh, those are like speed work drills, reaction drills. Um, just really helps with the quickness and also helps a lot with my footwork in the fight. So um, yeah, we do those pretty often as well. Because uh, also uh, when I saw the video, it looks like you had lost a little, a little bit of weight. Unless I'm wrong about that, have you lost weight since uh, you had your last fight in deep? Um, yeah, since I my last fight in deep, I've lost some weight. I kind of cleaned up my eating a little bit, and uh, yeah, I feel I'm, I'm a little bit lighter than that last one, and my weight's still coming down a little bit as well. So um, I just feel like I'll move a little bit faster, you know, when I when I drop down a little bit. Uh, so are you going to be going into this fight against uh, uh, Hideki Shrek? Are you going to be going in a little bit lighter than usual? Or are you going to bulk up when the on fight day? Have you figured out what you're going to do um, with the weight thing? No, not, not so much. Um, I think when I do come into this fight, I'll probably be a little bit light. I, I know for sure I'll be lighter than my last fight in December. Uh, maybe even a little lighter than when I fought Jake. Um but yeah, I mean, I'm not too worried about the weight and being like heavier for my opponent, um, because I, even though I'm dropping my weight, I still feel like I, I'm keeping my strength and um, I'm getting faster too. So mm-hmm. I think that works out better for me. Mm-hmm. 
So what, let's talk about your opponent, uh, Hideki, Hideki Shrek Sakin, an interesting fella. I, are you familiar with him at all? Um, I first heard about him when he fought Brandon um, Albera for the one title. That was when I first um, heard about him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, did you are you familiar at all? Like that? So I was doing some research with him, and you kind of see this guy. You kind of think, oh, this is just like a oh, just a big goof guy. You know, he's like a freak show fighter. He's got a he's got a pretty strong jujitsu grappling pedigree. Um, ah. Uh, for for heavyweight, and he uh, and he's fought in uh, I think he uh, competed in ADCC. He's fought in he's done quintet. Uh, he's done the moat fighting. He's a former police officer, a professional. He's a professional wrestler. He's all over the place. Um, and also he's also fought in deep as well. You both actually have a similar opponent in uh, Ryo Sakai. You both uh, you both have fought and beat uh, Sakai also on the Ryzen Twenty One car as well. So um, I'm just so like, are you have you watched any video of him or are you? Or, or is there anything that you're doing differently with this fire than you are with uh, any other fights that you've uh, had so far in Ryzen? Um, not so much. I mean, I've seen. Um, I'm I'm pretty aware of his grappling pedigree and uh, how good it is. You know, I know that. Um, I, I think I was looking for. I was looking through some of his fight videos and I saw uh, a jujitsu match with him and uh, I believe it was Keenan Cornelius. Yep, I saw that one too. Yeah, so he did pretty all right. So, I mean, I know he's definitely uh, well-versed on the ground. Uh, but at the same time, I'm no stranger there either. I mean, I have a brown belt in jiu-jitsu, and uh, I grew up wrestling. So it's not something I'm unfamiliar with. But, mm. uh, but of course, I, I felt like my chances of winning definitely go up if I can keep the fight standing. So, um, yeah, I would say, if anything, like, I, I prefer to keep the fight standing this time. And, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of what I'm training to um, mm. prevent the takedown and stuff like that. Well, I mean, also you must not forget uh, for fans that may not remember you have, you have one of my favorite submissions in uh, all of Rise of History was the uh, scarf uh, choke uh, against JLB uh, in your first yeah. fight at Ryzen, which uh, not a lot yeah. of people were were expecting. Not a lot of people expected the fight to go that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean I have submissions, man, and. Uh, um, I guess I just don't really go to them that much, but, um, but they're definitely in my arsenal. So, uh, I just want to read a quote from, uh, Hideki, uh, Shrek, um, that he, uh, gave to Ryzen, uh, uh, when this fight was announced. He said, he wants to fight as a pro wrestler and show the greatness of a pro wrestler. My go-to move is my German suplex and backdrop, so I'd like to utilize those in my fight. So, I'm curious to know... Are you at all prepared to be? Are you prepared to go to fight as a pro wrestler yourself if necessary, Rocky? Uh, <laughs> you, am I prepared to go fight a pro wrestler? Well, are, well, are you? Are, in case if this, if, if this turns into a pro wrestling match where he, where he wants a German suplex you or soup or or do some something pro wrestlery, are you are you prepared to uh, fight on a, on an equal playing field? Perhaps German German suplex him or anything like that. Uh, maybe I could do the sweet chin music, uh, <laughs> um, maybe that would be a cool one to, um, to bust out. <laughs> uh, if you did that? But, uh, but man, I'll, I'll be ready for that, that would be, uh, interesting to see, you know, like you said, we never know how a fight's gonna play out till it actually happens, so, mm -hmm. you know, get into a pro If you match, ended then. the fight in a sweet chin music, that would be like, that would be... 
that would be all over the social media gift wise. It would get all all the all the likes and all the retweets and all that stuff. So if if you wanna if you wanna like do something like that, you know, if you wanna become a social media MMA star, that I think that's the way to end the fight. If you want to end the fight that way. Um I also wanna bring up also um your your training partner at Spike Twenty Two, Kyle Algonon, is uh, fighting as well. Uh, just um, how does it feel that uh, your one of your training partners is also fighting the same card? Is that you know is that kind of like a motivating factor as well? You know, both of you want to obviously come away with wins in this in, in your respective fights. Uh, oh, sorry. Yes, yes. yes sorry, sorry. I was just asking. Oh, sorry, cut out a little bit. <laughs> sorry, I was asking. Um, did you hear my question? You want me to repeat it? Uh, yeah, yeah, about the, with Kyle, right? Yes. Yes, yes, yeah. so, um, yeah, no, I mean, man, it's, it's pretty, um, exciting to have him on the same card with me, and, you know, he finally got into Ryzen as well. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's motivating because now, you know, we get a chance to, um, sweep it for our team and get two wins, and, um, uh, looking forward to it, and I, I definitely des I think he deserves to be there, you know, and, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to having that team experience when that when that fight day comes. I, I don't know how the, exactly the fight card's going to be uh, organized, but uh, is there any chance that either one of you will, will perhaps you know corner the other, or because I I've, I've seen that rise uh, sometimes like the Azakura brothers when they fought on the same card, one Azakura brother has has cornered the other one up. Um, so is there is would that be something that's that you could possibly do at at this show, or is it? would be like logistically just not possible uh yeah like i don't know how um how like you know close together we'd be fighting or whatnot so i kind of have to be dependent on that really mm. um like yeah um but as, as far as our team goes we have a we have a good amount of people who can corner so i mean we'll, we'll both have um you know people in our corner that will be able to take care of us mm -hmm. and so also i just wanted to ask as well Right now, Jiri Prochaska has left the Ryzen, so the white heavyweight division is, is kind of up in flux now. So now it seems like Ryzen is going to be maybe focusing more on the heavyweight, potentially openweight division. Do you, is there, do you foresee some time like, or do you, would you like for Ryzen to do something like a heavyweight eight-man tournament or do again an open weight tournament or maybe actually for an open weight belt or something do you just want would you see rise and just expand those two potential weight divisions that you could uh compete in oh yeah man i, I mean I, that'd be something I'm, I'm i'm actually really hoping they do you know like um either one an open weight or a um, heavyweight tournament uh i definitely hope i get into that and uh you know, it's just, it's also something I want to experience for myself, competing in a Grand Prix. Um, but yeah, you know, I've, I've been hearing a lot that they're going to start pushing for those and promoting it. So my fingers crossed that they do. It's more opportunity for me, you know. Mm -hmm. I also want to know that uh, your last fight at Ryzen was against Jay Kuhn. It was a very close fight, split decision, win for him. But uh, nonetheless, still a close fight. Would you like to eventually run it by him again sometime? Open weight, heavyweights, whatever weight, uh, to see, you know, maybe get that, get a win back on him, go go one on one or something like that. Uh, oh yeah, definitely, man. Um, if that uh, opportunity ever presents itself to um, you know, run a rematch because it was pretty close, and uh, I, I definitely want to get that one back. You know, I 
I felt like um, there were a lot of different ways I could have won that fight, and I just, I just didn't, you know. So, I, and I felt like I'm still a better fighter. And, um, if, the, if I ever get a chance to prove it, I, I'll definitely jump on that. Hmm. Well, uh, and so, could you tell us also about your your status with Ryzen? Are you on a? Uh, I'm guessing, did you sign a new contract with them for a certain amount of fights, or is there anything that you could just talk about what your status is with Ryzen after? Uh, after this show, Ryzen 21. So uh, yeah, I'm just um, signing with them for this next fight, and then um, you know probably after that we'll go from there and see uh, you know what we can do as far as the contract goes, uh, which is uh, I think important for this fight to really uh, put on a good show and uh, performance so that when the time comes to discuss the future with Ryzen, you know it will help me a lot if I put on a good show and a good fight. Mm-hmm. But it's a really important fight for me. Because I think I think the last time that we talked was for the Jay Kuhn fight. I think you did say that was the last fight in your contract then. Um, yes. And so okay, so uh, when did do, can you just tell when did Horizon come to you with, for this offer for this fight? How long have you, has this fight been in talks or developing discussed? Uh, yeah, actually I knew about it. Uh, I want to say two to three weeks before it was announced. Um, there was a bit of a hold up with, um, I, I'm not sure, uh, you know, uh, Shrek wanted to, I don't know if he was like trying to pick a certain opponent or whatnot, but he ended up coming back to me and said he accepted the fight and, um, well, under the, under this, um, under the rules that we can't throw elbows though, we don't want to throw elbows, so I, I was going to fight it at first and say, no, it's at the elbows, but now that I'm going to just take that off because you got elbows to win. Okay. Well, oh, so, oh, okay. So this is a no elbow. Okay, they didn't mention that in the uh, in any of the documents that Ryzen sent me. That it's a uh, no elbow fight. Okay, that's interesting. Um, actually, yeah. Is actually you, you bring that up. So in your fight of Crow Cop, the one time that he, I think he ever had elbows in his fight, one of the few times that it was in that fight, and he won because he just happened to cut you with an elbow. So with this yeah. fight, no elbows. Do you? Is that kind of like a relief that like could you know presumably you know. The fight won't be, won't, can't presumably end that same way if elbows are around. Are you kind of happy for that, or are you just, do you just like to have the elbows just because it's something, a little extra weapon to use? So, well, the funny story with that is, um, I was actually really disappointed because, um, I mean, not a lot of people know, but in my fight with JQ and I broke my fight, I mean, I broke my right hand, and, um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I just feel like, had I went back to like how I used to be able to use elbows and had I had that in my mind to use them, I think that could have been the game changer for that fight, but I didn't, you know? So when I went back to training, even though I had surgery on my hand and I still wanted to train, so I, I started just using my only my right elbow and actually became pretty good with it in training. And then I used it a lot in my last fight. I actually bloodied up my opponent pretty bad with the elbows, so... Um, I was actually pretty disappointed when they asked me for no elbows on this one because I just, I really started de- depending on it um, just since I lost that JQ fight, you know. Um, it was something that I really built up since the fight and um, uh, yeah, man, I was, just, I was kind of disappointed about it. But um, at the same time, I felt like I still have a lot of other weapons I can use. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Um, are you gonna be wearing the uh, the uh, the wrestling shoes in this fight? Uh, actually, I think I don't think so because I wanna start doing soccer kicks. Um, like in my last fight too, I didn't use wrestling shoes, and I I tried to go for a soccer kick on um, Mizuguchi, but um, I I just barely missed, so I think I wanna start using them. And mm -hmm. I can't soccer kick with wrestling shoes, so. I know, I'm gonna take them off. <laughs> now, here's the funny thing. I, I, I'm maybe you can to just like to explain the rules with the uh, soccer kicks and shoes, because I have seen people go for uh, in Ryzen go for soccer kicks with shoes on, but it's it's I it's like I think they they have to have they can't have both hands down or something. There's something I've seen I've seen people with so with with, with wrestling shoes try to go for soccer kicks. I remember I think it was King Mo. And I think it was, I'm trying to remember, it was the open weight or heavyweight, one of those matches where he he went for a soccer kick. With, oh, it was also Manel Cape. Manel Cape as well went for a soccer kick in one of his fights, and he had wrestling shoes on. So is there, what are the exact rules with Ryzen when it comes to those soccer kicks and wrestling shoes? Is there anything, that, what can you uh, tell us about those rules that they tell uh, you? Well, as far as I know, the only thing that was explained to me is every time I wore my wrestling shoes, they always told me that I could not soccer kick. Um, I could not soccer kick or stomp, so um, that's all I understood from it. So I'm not sure if there's possibly like a, maybe if his hand one hand's down or they didn't explain that part to me. But as far as I know, it was just no soccer kicks at all. Gotcha. Uh, with wrestling shoes on. Gotcha, gotcha. Do you find the wrestling shoes yeah. helps with the ring as well? Because I don't, because you know, after a while, you know, that ring gets, you know, it just gets whatever on people's feet maybe makes it hard to like get the get your movement and all that stuff do you find the wrestling shoes helps or hinders you know after you know after after so many people have fought and just getting used to the um i guess the momentum of what the floor is or what the ring is at that point yeah um well for me like the wrestling shoes really helps with um like my like uh like my footwork and movement like i'm able to move quicker just because there's less slip um Mm. But um, but at the same time, once you put on wrestling shoes, then you're more open to like leg locks and stuff like that. So I mean, it's a give or take. Uh, but for me, I prefer wrestling shoes, and I, I've always trained with wrestling shoes as well. And it's more like a security thing for me since I have um, I had surgery on my ankle and I have uh, pins in there, pins in the plate. Um, it just kind of feels like a, it's like more of a security thing for me, but. Uh, but yeah, I can fight with or without it on like the to me like I'll when the fight comes like I'm able to adjust right away. So wait, so did you break your tibia at some point? Uh yes. Or the Was the yeah, tibia? Was the tibia the, the tibia is the smaller one yes. on the outside, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, so that's I broke that. I've had two surgeries on that already. So Okay. Um, well yeah. I I've, I've broken my tibia as well. I know it's like, I have, I don't have, I just have a metal plate in there, but, uh, so you had two surgeries. Could you just, so, was did you re-break at some point, or did something happen with uh, the, whatever they put in you? Uh, how can you need two surgeries for that? Yeah, so um, after the first surgery, they had just screws in there, and um, after, it was, a, uh, it was almost a year after the surgery, but then uh, they did another x-ray and they found out the pins had broke oh. and that it wasn't too good of a surgery that was performed so I had to do a, actually had to do a total reconstructive surgery um, not long after that um, 
But yeah, ever since then, it's it's been pretty good now. But but I do have a plate and seven screws in there now, so yeah. Gotcha. Well, I wouldn't notice that you move very you move very fast for for a guy of your size. So I don't even didn't even notice that. Uh, um, oh, thank you. <laughs> um, well, so what, can you just talk about also uh, what's your status with Deep right now? Uh, as I said before, you defended the Megaton Championship uh, last year in December, knocked out uh, uh, Sego Mizuguchi. So uh, is, are you in talks with Deep at some point to defend the title again? Or is it just uh, kind of like, you know, just because of the way that Deep runs, you know, you don't even know at this point? Uh, yeah, so really, like, um, with Deep, um, they're pretty good, cool about me um, fighting with them if I don't have a fight in Ryzen or, um, and like I, I really don't mind like going down to deep and defending my title if they need me to or whatnot. And um, yeah, it's just kind of a they'll usually kind of ask you know if I want to. And um, I mean if, if um, Ryzen's usually cool with it too. So <clears throat> I mean ideally. It, it works out if I can fight as much as possible in Rising, and then if they're not able to get me a fight or whatever, then I can just go defend my belt in deep just to stay active. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that works out for me well, you know, but just because they're both, um, the pro- both promotions are very um, close with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you, about the competition, though, like heavyweight, super heavyweight, open weight, whatever you want to call it, do you feel, though, that, that particularly in Japan, that that weight class is much more smaller than if you were fighting, say, in America or Europe. Because uh, the guys who you've been facing, I mean, Mizuguchi's record at, uh, after uh, uh, when he fought you uh, was 14-17. Now he's 14-18. Um, do, you, yeah. do you feel that, that, the, that the, just the talent pool is just, I don't know, I don't want to say that you're going to get tired of facing just people that are, I would say, below you level, but do you feel that you're going to want... Uh, eventually want someone who's just, you know, just, just like, a good matchup in deep at some point for you. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I want to fight um, the competition, so um, if they can bring in somebody who's, uh, you know, really good or... Um, also, yeah, I mean, I totally understand that for the most part in the region, it's not very stacked with heavyweights, and um, which is why I'm also hoping that you know, Ryzen can build up the heavyweight and openweight division and bring some guys over from like Europe and the U.S. Um, I think that'll be really good for the promotion and the region. And I, you know, I hope they do it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, and um, is uh, uh, oh wait, I already asked, sorry, I already asked about the, about these. Um, is do you after this fight? What what is it? Are you? I, I don't know, like, is there anybody who you want to face in Ryzen? Would you want, if Ryzen came to you and said, hey, uh, you know, hey, great, great win, we want to sign you for two or three more fights, uh, who who would you potentially like to fight next? Uh, is there any name that you particularly would like to fight, whether it be, you know, Jay Kuhn or Vitaly Shematov or, or anybody? Is there anybody that you would like to fight next in Ryzen? Uh, man, yeah, I mean, I think... Uh... Um, if I could, like, the first one I probably want to get back is that last to Jake, so, um, but, you know, he's been winning as well, too, so, um, yeah, that, that'd probably be the one fight I'd want to get back, just because, uh, yeah, I want to get the win back, you know, um, but other than that, I'm not too picky with opponents, I'll fight anybody, 
But yeah, I just to answer your question. Probably Jake would be at the top of the list. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, yeah, I think it definitely would be a great fight to have again. Um, but from a from a fighting fan point of view, I think it's just I think it's you know the first fight was great, and I definitely think the second fight you know would be great to have again as well. Um, you know, with that, Rocky, um, I want to. Oh, actually, that was a question I had to ask you. Um, before I I plug your social media, you finally got a Twitter after all these years. Yeah. What made you? Uh, yeah. What motivated you to get to finally get on the social media bandwagon? Yeah, I just, I don't know, I, I had a few people telling me to do it, and I finally gave in. Actually, I set it up, um, I want to say I set it up a few months ago, but I, after I set it up, I never really paid attention to it, um, and then at one point, I think, I want to, uh, maybe October-ish, is when I kind of started learning how to use it. I'm still kind of trying to pick it up, but, um, but yeah, I just, you know, there's so many, um, there's so much fight news on there that you can get. Um, it's it's pretty up to date with everything that's going on, you know. So it's pretty cool to finally be on there. <laughs> uh, do you have you um for, Do you? I, I mean, it's so interesting to just talk to somebody who just who joins like something like a Twitter. This late, I don't want to say late in the game, but like, I uh, later maybe later than you a, a later adopter. I'll say. Have you found it to be? a good social media environment or is it just something that you like you're just gonna check you know like when you get like you know a fight announcement or something and you're just gonna basically just stay away from it for the most part like well what are you what are your plans for the uh to how to use how you're gonna use the social media um well yeah i'll definitely be using it for like my um uh like fight announcement type stuff but um but yeah, I mean, I like using it too to keep up with um, what's going on um, as far as fight news goes and stuff like that. Um, but uh, I'm not too social media savvy. Yeah, but I'm, I'm trying to learn too. So I don't know. We'll see how where it goes from there. Now. Okay. Um, it yeah. got to be a blessing or a curse, and especially in the uh, combat sports world. So just letting you know beforehand, just so you know. <laughs> Be prepared for both the worst and the best, I'll say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. Uh, but with that, I want to give you an opportunity to plug your social, your, your, so- your new social media, your sponsors, uh, anybody you want to give a shout-out to at Spike22. Uh, the floor is yours, Rocky. Uh, yeah, no, I just want to say thanks to all the uh, friends and family, um, fans and sponsors who support me. Um, definitely wouldn't be where I'm at today without them. And um, yeah, just for anybody who wants to follow me, um, I post a lot on Instagram. My Instagram account is Roki underscore Martinez at um, 86. And on Instagram, I mean, on uh, Twitter as well, I'm starting to get more on there. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Roki Martinez 86. And um, yeah, uh, that's, that's a good way to keep up with my daily activities and what's going on and fight news and you know whatever what have you but um, yeah definitely just thanks for all the support and everything uh, I also want to give you an opportunity uh, in case of uh, Hideki uh, Shrek Sakin does speak English uh, I want you to say whatever you want to or about him uh, regarding this fight coming up the floor is yours yeah I just want to thank him for taking the fight and uh, hope he comes prepared and you know, I have a lot of respect for him, but, 
looking forward to putting on a good fight for the fans and uh, um, yeah we'll just have a really good showing and and uh, have a great fight. Hmm. And everybody who uh, for, for who wants to know, Rocky Martinez will be taking on Hideki Sek Shrek Sekin, uh, Sekine actually uh, at Ryzen Twenty One at the Hamamatsu Arena in Shizuoka, Japan. That would be Saturday, February twenty second, twelve a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can order it on Fight TV. It hasn't been officially announced, but I'm assuming it will be on Fight TV. Unless otherwise noted, and uh, Rocky, I appreciate you taking your time out to talk to us once again. We're really looking forward to the fight. This is what we ca I, we're, we call this the big boy fight, and those are the fights that people love to watch. People love to see the big boys fights. Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, thank you. Thanks again for having me. I really appreciate the time and uh, um, just getting to um, chat it up a little bit. No problem. We definitely look forward to the fight, and hopefully, we can definitely talk to you soon after the fight. All right, definitely. You have a good one. Take care. Thank you very much. You too, Rocky. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Hey, Kyle, thank you very much for uh, talking to us at the We Are Rising podcast. I really do appreciate you uh, taking your time out today. Man, no, not a problem. Just thank you, Ewing, just for um, you know inviting me to join this. Um, really appreciate it. And I'm uh, looking forward to it. Great, great, great. So well, just uh, for people who may not be uh, familiar with you, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, who you are, where you're from, how you got started in MMA? Oh, awesome. No, no, I'm Yeah, so my name's Kyle Again, I'm 30 years old. I've been doing MMA for about oof, quite a while, since 2007. Um, I started off as a wrestler, um, you know, um, growing up. Um, I didn't, I wasn't able to actually play any sports from my the seventh grade till my senior year, um, I had like some type of injury on my on my femur bone. So the first sport that I picked up was wrestling. Um, picked that up, fell in love with that sport, and then my cousin introduced me into mixed martial arts. And then, you know, from there on, I just you know went went straight into the game and just fell in love with the sport. So what was the? Uh, I'm assuming you grew up in Guam uh, while you were doing uh, started off in MMA. Is that correct? Uh, yes, uh, I grew up in, born and raised in Guam. Um, did every, all my camps were here. Everything was done here. All my trainings here. What but was yeah. what was the MMA like scene when you were coming up in Guam? I guess was it at all like a thing, or was basically you just training in Guam and doing all of your fights outside uh, outside the island? No, actually, MMA was really big on Guam at that time. In the earlier years, maybe two thousand eight. Uh, 2007 to maybe 2012 at that time MMA was really big almost everyone was doing mixed martial arts here um, now it's slowing down I don't think there's any organizations right now currently on Guam I think there's one that's coming up it's called Brawl but back then there was so many there's like fights every like two three months you know there's a it was a pretty busy schedule that like two different organizations doing it so to get a fight at the time was pretty easy yeah. so it'll, um that was good. Gotcha. And just, just so I know, is PXC, which was uh, Pacific Extreme Combat, which did do uh, fights in Guam, are they still operating, or, or are they no longer, uh, or are they no longer a uh, uh, thing? Yeah. No. They. I think the last. I think the last time they held an event was about maybe two years ago. And yeah, I don't think they're operating right now. It's a. There's another organization. It's called Brawl that's coming up. 
Gotcha, gotcha. So how did you, uh, were you always training at Spike 22, or did you start off at one other camp and then made your way to Spike 22? Just tell us how you got involved with, the, with Spike. Yeah, I've always been with um, Spike 22, so um, I started as a wrestler, right, and um, one of my cousins was already training at Spike, and he's like, hey, um, I want you to come to my gym, check this out. So um, I think this was in 2007. Um, I was like, you know what, okay, let me check out this gym. It's called Spike. I met up with this guy called, um, he's my coach, Hernan, my coach, his name is Melker Manabushin. Um, he's opened his doors to me, and he's a wrestling base too, so it's an easy transition for me to... To start off, you know, I started off as a wrestler, easy transition to go into MMA, and, you know, we just connected well with me, the owner, and just everyone from the gym. And I'm still, you know, I'm still running with them strong. I may go out here and there to train a little bit, but most parts of my camp are, are in Guam. Mm-hmm. And so let's just talk about the fight that you have coming up, coming up in Ryzen against Vuk- uh, Vukar Karamov. How did you get involved with Ryzen? Did they... Was this something that, that they've been trying to talk to you for a while, or, you know, what, 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 just tell us how, how the fight and, and Sonny and Ryzen came about. Yeah, so, I, I'm the head coach for uh, Miyu Yamamoto, right, and um, she's currently in the organization for Ryzen, and she has a, she has a really good following there, so, now she threw my name out there and said, hey, I had the former PXC champ, you know, uh, Title, uh, title contender for Pancrase, you know, this would be a good guy to be in the event. Um, I guess the boss, uh, Sakaki Bari, considered it um, and was like, you know what, okay, here, we'll give him a shot. Um, to ask him if he wants to fight this guy, this Azerbaijan dude. Um, he's teammates with, um, you know, Tafik, the former, I mean, the, the current 155 champ right now. And I was like, man, I'll take that opportunity any day. So I jumped on it. I was like, yeah, hell yeah, I'll fight that guy. So, yeah, that's how I guess I got into the organization. Mm-hmm. And, and so, do, are you, uh, what do you know about your opponent? Have you been watching any videos on uh, him? Or? Yeah, I, I've been watching. I mean, man, as people from Azerbaijan, they're a tough guy. You know I mean? Their whole country is known for, like, wrestling, you know, mm-hmm. just being tough and hard, gritty. Um, I know he's, like, on a 10-fight win streak. He's been training at, like, Alpha Male. And just to be, um, you know... I mean, I'm a fan of, um, you know, Tafit, the 155 champ, and knowing that that's his partner, I'm pretty sure he's a, he's a durable guy in the technical as well. Mm-hmm. Well, it's actually interesting that you bring up uh, him being durable, because I, I was going to bring a connection between you two, is that you two, uh, in your losses in MMA, neither of you have ever been finished in a fight. The only, only ways uh-huh. that you two have lost is by decision. So I, yeah, yeah. I want to ask about that as well from your from your perspective. Uh, how do you know? How, you know, it's very rare to see MMA fighters who who don't get finished at some point. But what do you account for? The, why you have not been finished in a fight so far? Man, I I, I guess it's just uh, me wanting to stay in stay in the fight. You know, I, I don't give up. I train hard. That's all I do, man. Is that's not all I do, but I train every day just to be in really bad positions and how to get out and how to recover. Um, and then it just comes with, it just, I, that's something you can't teach, man. It's either you got it or you don't. Um, and I feel like I put myself in so many bad positions where I'm able to take myself out of them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just uh, getting uh, uncomfortable, you know, and start making it comfortable. Whereas when you're in that position, it's nothing new to you. Mm-hmm. And also, I want to ask also about about your record. 
uh, 12 wins. Um, nine of them have been by decisions. And I, I, that's a that's an impressive amount of decision wins. I'm just curious to know is that something that also because one of the things I've I've watched and when uh when I watched Miyu fight, it's almost as if she is bring trying to let the fight drag the fight on because she can she can go all three rounds because she uh -huh. has the stamina to do that. I'm just wondering is that something that you similarly do? Is that why you have so many submission wins? Because you just know you can just just survive all three rounds and not get. Uh -huh. Man, I always, I always say this, you know, I'm like, I, I love fighting so much. I'm a competitor mm -hmm. and when I'm in there, it's not something that I want. I definitely want to finish the fights, but I, I don't, I don't know, man. It's, 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 I, I know how to win. And I think that's my mindset is just trying to win, you know, going into the fights and, you know, there's times where I got to change it up. I've been a lot better at, you know, I'm still I've been at this game for a long time, but I'm still learning a lot of things about me right now. So um, that's something I still got to figure out. But you know, it's getting better, and I'm I'm hopefully uh, you know hoping this coming fight I'm gonna get that finish. Mm -hmm. So uh, I also want to bring up uh, you, uh, not only will uh, you be the only representative of Spike Twenty Two on this card, uh, your partner, your train partner Rocky Martinez will be fighting a, in a gigantic, literally heavyweight match. Um, yeah. So I'm just curious to know how does it feel being on the same card as him? I'm I'm just curious to know are you, do you, uh, if the if it logistically can work out would one of you be happening to be on the other's corner for the respective fight or something like that or is there anything or you can be training you know like is it making training easier knowing that you both are going to be there yeah just talk about what it's like to have somebody on the card who's also from your team. Man, it's awesome, dude. Uh, me and Loki, man, we've known each other for a very long time, man. It's usually us two that's at the gym, like always there first. Or, you know, uh, um, I have a real good connection with Roki. Uh, our coaches are the same. And we used to, we like to we like to tease each other about who's uh, our coach's favorite, uh, you know, uh, fighter. And I always tell him that he's my coach's favorite fighter. So, and and I feel like he knows that too. So we always see each other. I was like, you know, what, maybe my maybe our coach will come for my fight just because he's going to yours. Uh, we connect well together, man. It's just a really good thing that we're both going out there. We're both going to represent the island, and it's nothing but just good energy right now. Um, but, yeah, man, super stoked. Rope's been in Rising for, you know, quite a while. He's fought pro cop. He's fought a bunch of tough guys. And, man, one thing I admire about Roki is his heart and his willingness to just leave it all in the cage. And, you know, that's, um, man, he's very entertaining. Mm -hmm. And just being on the same card with him is it's just it's awesome. So also, I just want to go briefly back to Mi Yamamoto and just talk about when she came to Spike Twenty Two. Because when she first started in Rise, she started, you know, she was a late bloomer. Started, you know, at around at late thirties, maybe early forties, MMA. Uh, so can you just talk about what it was like to just kind of, I guess, mold somebody who's who starting started MMA so late and then just get them, get them in that right fighter mindset. Uh, considering, you know, she, when she first started, she was, I think she was still at Crazy B. Um, yeah. she suffered two losses and then, but was able to come back with a win, but then lost again. Mm -hmm. Could you talk about just like mm -hmm. helping her improve and just mm -hmm. molding her into the fighter, into a much more mm -hmm. MMA style fighter that she is now? Man, Mio was easy. Um, the reason why she was easy, she's been a competitor since she, since she was a kid. She's a couple-time world champ, a two, three-time world champion, and 
just having that mindset and, and you know, I mean, being at that level of um, competition to be a world champ, it's crazy. Like, that's not, not everyone can say they're a world champ and she has that already in her. So anytime I was showing her anything or doing anything, it was so easy for her to, it was so easy for her to, to catch on. And then our, our styles aren't similar, but she's a wrestler. So a lot of the things that I did complemented her wrestling style. So her wrestling level was so good that when I tell her, oh, try this, it works well with her, you know? So mm-hmm. if I was to like show her like a jujitsu style kind of base, it's probably not going to work well with her. But because my style is somewhat of a wrestler style, it was so easy for her to implement. And she took advantage of it like really well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and her mindset, like I, she already had a, a winning mindset, a tough mindset where just not giving up, training her work ethic, you know what I mean? You can't teach that. She's had that built in her since growing up, you know? So those are nothing that I taught her. All I did was just, like, guide her on into this is what to do, this is not what to do. And it was easy for her to pick her. Everything else was just her. All I did was just guide her. All she needed was the guidance, and she was able to do everything else from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, just wanted to know if you have any memories of Kid when he was uh, in Guam. Um, anything that you can talk about with uh, with Kid? Man, um, yeah, man. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm, I can be in the place to say any memories of him. But, but man, Kid, as in his career when he was man, I was a big fan of Kid. You know, um, he was the superstar back then of all the lightweights. You know, the first ever lightweight superstar, you know, just beating up on everybody, knocking everybody out. You got this little guy just what, beating up everybody. And just watching him, his highlights, that just got me pumped even before training. It was just so awesome. And just to meet him was just an experience in itself. In itself. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. So I'm just curious to know as well. So what, after, are you on this, is this your one fight for Ryzen and... Uh, I guess, you know, depending on how this fight goes, they'll either get off you more fights or something along those lines. Yeah. Um, right now I'm supposedly on a two fight contract, uh, just waiting. Um, I think it all depends too on the outcome of, of this fight. So, you know, um, hopefully I get the W for this and then I can continue to fight in this organization. And I love this organization, man. The, the production is crazy. The entertainment is crazy. There's, there's nothing like it, you know, it's, it's just awesome. Mm-hmm. And so, just preparing for this fight, are you preparing any differently than you do for any other fight that that, that you've had? Just, you know, given, like you say, you know, the uh, Kermit, Kermit uh, he's uh, from Azerbaijan, got the wrestling background, 10-fight win streak. Are you just training any differently just to prepare for what uh, you might be uh, have to endure when you fight him? Um, I, I'm, a, I'm comparing a little, a, little, um, a little more different than my last opponent, uh, He's he's not great everywhere, but he's 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 good all around. You know, he's a well-rounded fighter. He's tough, but I don't think he's great at any one thing. But I know he knows how to put it together, and he's really tough. And he's gonna he's gonna bring it to me. So I'm I'm more so um, just trying to stay um, uh, stay in shape and just make sure that I can last all the rounds because he's durable as well. And I feel like it's a matter of who stops. That's gonna be end of the loop. Um, that's gonna be the one losing. So I think it's we're both really tough, and like you said, he hasn't been finished. So I just gotta keep pushing forward, and um, I think that's how this fight's gonna end. Is the person that's that 
that uh, keeps on fighting is the one that's going to be the victor. Mm -hmm. So, also, I'm curious to know, Pancreas, you currently are one-on-one -on -one with Isao Kobayashi. Any chance we'll uh -huh. see a, a rubber match between you two? Man, I, I shoot. I want a rubber match so bad. That last fight was so close as well. Um, it could have gone either way, you know. Um, I, I lost that fight, but, you know, um, it was a couple things that I've done wrong there. But, um, man, I would love to have a rubber match. That's still in the the plans hopefully we can get one of those i i need that back um even though i jumped into ryzen i still want to get that i want to get a w from off of Esau. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's just very rare where we're two were fi two fires uh both of you have one one win was a split decision one loss was a split decision i don't think that's, yeah. that's such a rare occurrence can't even yeah, recall yeah. like any other like uh multiple fights uh, between any fires where that's occurred before that i can think of yeah. Um, yeah, that was a that was a really close one. The first one though was that one was split, but that one I felt that one should have been unanimous. The second one was really close. I I, I even thought myself that could have gone either way. I'm not like oh they robbed me or anything like that. It's I thought the second fight really could have gone either way. Mm -hmm. So are you in talks to to uh, fight at any future Pancrase shows at this point? Um, at the Rising. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm open up for it. Like, I really want that rematch with Esau. So, if any, if after this rising fight, and um, and they they offer me Esau once more, I'm, I'm open to take it. Hmm. Well, if it's not Esau, what, what happens if it's uh somebody else on the roster? Um, we, we take that fight, or is Esau like right in your crosshairs that you want that fight? Um, I really want the fight with Esau. Um, that's the one I really want right now. I don't, I'm not saying no one interests me in, in Pancreas because uh, man those guys took care of me too, that organization, but I'm really looking for, I really want you sell back. Mm -hmm. Also, I just wanted to know, um, at Spike 22, um, I'm just curious, who are the future fighters from Guam from that, from your camp that you say, that you think people should look out for? Okay, we have, um, well, the guys, the current guys already that's on the list, right, we have John Tuck, we have... Mm -hmm. um, we have, you know, Frank Camacho's there, Roki Martinez, we have um, um, and there's a couple other guys that are coming up. I got one of my, my boys, he's a, he's a 125er, he's supposed to be fighting deep, deep soon, his name's uh, Say Camacho, um, he's, I feel like he's 5-0 right now, but he hasn't fought in about a year, but he's just ended up coming back, but he's a good guy to look out for. Um, you know, I got some of my other friends. I think Joey uh, Chrysostomo right now is currently fighting for Pancrase. But yeah, there, there's a there's a bunch of us. You know, we just gotta we just gotta get the W's and stack them up. Is uh, is uh? Do you say that was the name Say Camacho? Yeah, Jose. His name's uh, Jose Camacho. Okay, is he related to uh, Frank, or is it just happens to be a similar? Uh, that, I don't think they're related. Yeah, they're not related. Okay. Oh, here it is, but, Joseph uh, but Say Say. We're, but we're together, but yeah, my boy's fighting in um, Rob this next month, and he's fighting a guy from Deep, no, 125. Okay. And after that, he should be fighting in Deep in March, or no, uh, April. Gotcha, gotcha, okay, great. Um, so yeah, that's basically... Oh, and then we got Urson, oh. Urson. Really good too, as well. Oh, okay. Been out for a bit, yeah. Totally forgot that, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot that Urson uh, uh, trains there as well. Uh, I forgot. It's, it's entirely Yamamoto's who trained there now. I totally forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's basically all the questions I have. Um, 
uh, Kyle. Is there anything else? So actually, anything about the fight or your opponent that you'd like to say or that bring up before I give you the opportunity to provide your social media? I just want to give you the opportunity to say what else, whatever you want to say about your opponent or the fight. The floor is yours. Okay, awesome. No, I just want to say uh, thank you for um, inviting me onto the podcast, man. Um, I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward for this fight. It's going to be a big one for me. Um, also, as well as the, the guy, my opponent, um, it's, I feel like it's going to be super exciting. It's going to be, you know, a really good fight, you know, all three rounds if it does go that far. Um, but yeah, just look out for a good fight and expect more of me in, in Ryzen in the near future. Great, and I want to uh, give you the opportunity to plug all of your social media, your sponsors, team, coaches, anybody else you want to give a shout-out to. Yeah, I'll just give out to Spike22. Um, we have, uh, you know, Ryzen, um, and I'm on top of my lead. I got and all the sponsors, everyone that's just been supporting me. Uh, just thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. Great, great. And everybody uh, can watch that on, as of now, I believe, Fight TV, February 22nd. Uh, you can see... Kyle, uh, Ogon? Is that how it's pronounced? Ogon? Uh, Ogon. 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 Oh, shit. Sorry. Uh, Kyle Ogon versus Vukar Kirimov. Uh, and it's going to be an exciting fight. I can't wait to watch it. And, uh, Kyle, just want to wish you the best in your fight. And we hope we can definitely talk again soon. Awesome. Thank you, brother. No problem. You take care now. All right. All right. You too. Bye.